Oh, hello. This is a nice little oh. table. I want to get a new one. Oh, I like it. Maybe I'll sell you it to You want to sell it to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> all my Guys, furniture. let me just tell you that <laughs> pretty much all the furniture in my house right now, Alyssa sold to me for a good deal. I get bored and it's of it great. And I send it to Brooke. Yeah, I will buy it. It's cute. Ooh, I like it. I know. Yeah, it yeah. Any, any furniture baby. that you don't want, I'll I'll buy it from you. I'm very spoiled. Hey, you want to sell me your kitchen table? No, I love that thing. Okay, I love it. Actually, <laughs> I like mine. I like our kitchen table. That yeah, we have yours now. is great. It's now. cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to a new podcast called Decorate Our Home. Yeah, we should have a TV show and it's all about nutrition but it's also about home decor home decor and nutrition go HGTV well together HGTV and the food network combined okay those are the two best networks they out there they are i mean HGTV is better i think boom come at us with a deal yes food network i'll be cooking in the kitchen while you're decorating and then yes. we can switch yes and then by the end of the we're show eat. we have a home cooked meal yeah. on a beautiful table that's maybe been DIY'd absolutely <sighs> it's a great idea it is Although a great I'm idea not great at DIYs me well, neither. some things. You're better than I am. Little things I'm good at, like little wreaths. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not a full desk. You should post your I built nursery picture. Yeah, yeah, you should post your picture. nursery picture. Um, for those of you counting, I'm still pregnant. Oh. We'll see you next week. When Actually, that, when but... this episode airs next week, I don't think you will be. My bet. I hope so. My bet is that baby will be here. I'm hoping she comes tomorrow. That'd be great. Visualization in I'm tomorrow. good luck. Ask That's Beth. true. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you more off the, off the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, hi guys. Welcome to Diet Right Podcast with Brooke and Alyssa. Both registered dietitians. Both Millers. Both moms. Both from the Midwest, but live in Denver. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else. We have a lot. We have boys. Our, yeah, we, we have, have kids. Boys. I'm about to have a girl. You know what's funny? So our husbands both work in computers yeah. Oh, yeah. and their names both start with J mm-hmm. and our sons both have names that start with A. You're right. And then That's A and hilarious. B, Alyssa and Brooke. Yeah. It's pretty close We're in the funny. alphabet. Yeah. And then I think I told you in the last episode, since this little girl will likely be Nora, you'll have to find an end name for your next one. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> I don't know of any. It's not on your list. Dang it. We'll find something. Fine, Natalie. Enough. That's a pretty name. And both our dogs are six. Almost six. Yep. When Almost is Leo's six. birthday? December. September for Rafa. Oh. He's older than Leo. Jeez. Yeah, by two months. He's getting gray. Oh, Leo's oh, getting gray, so too. Weird. He's losing energy, guys. Yeah, he really is. He used to be rambunctious the whole time, and now he's resting. Yeah, so is Leo. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the Atkins diet. I'm really excited about this one because... It is one of the longest diets. So, okay, I knew, I remember seeing Adkins stuff back when uh-huh. I used to go to Sam's Club with my mom shopping. <laughs> but. Sam's Club. Do you know. like a Midwest thing. I know. Do you, yeah, Costco is the big thing here. Yeah. But did you know how long the Adkins diet's been around? Did you research well, that? Well, I did see that, so I can't, it's not going to be exciting. Oh, okay. 1960, right? The 60s is, is when he, like, came up with it. Yeah. And then his book, Diet Revolution, came out in 1972. Dang. Isn't that and insane? And still have commercials on. They still have commercials they on right still, now. still, as I was typing my notes up, Rob Lowe was on my TV <laughs> talking about the Adkins diet. Rob Literally. Lowe. 
He is the best spokesperson they could have chosen. Like, that was very strategic on their part, picking Rob Lowe. funny, too. I love Rob Lowe. The first time I saw him in one of those commercials, I thought it was a, like, a (laughs) satirical joke. I don't know. Because he's so dry. Like, his humor is so Mm -hmm. dry. So, I thought it was. But, no, it was for real. (laughs) It was Rob Lowe. Currently commenting on the Atkins diet. Yeah, and it's evolved a little bit, for sure. But it's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a good chance that that or Slim Fast were, like, my first experiences with, like, weird diets that are out there. Yeah. I can't remember which one came first, but right around that time, several of my family members have done Atkins. And then SlimFest was definitely, like, a staple in my friends' houses. Like, their parents would have SlimFest drinks. Did you ever drink SlimFest? I've never drank one. Oh, I have. Are they gross? They're okay. (laughs) I would only drink them in college when I used it kind of as a snack Mm -hmm. when I was, like, going from class to practice. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's, like, a new... Now we have so many options for, like to go protein shake. Yeah. But back then it was really just like slim fast. Right. And I wasn't Way back doing it, then. We're so old. I know. And I wasn't 30. doing it to lose weight. I was just like, mm-hmm. I need something and I need it. Like I just like need a protein something. shake. Yeah. I like need you treated it more like a protein shake. Yeah. I didn't drink like it a as meal a meal replacement. Right. Because isn't that what they, okay, we'll do one on slim fast maybe another day. We will. Yeah. But Adkins. Back, <laughs> back to, to Adkins. Adkins. But Adkins was the first one, one of the first ones that I was exposed to like diet wise that had, like, their own products. Mm-hmm. Like, they sold, like, Atkin bars and stuff like they that. They still sell the bars and the shakes. Oh, right. That's and what I was, Rob Lowe is advertising. Yes. <laughs> and I was looking up some of the bars, and, you know, I was not that impressed. It's, yeah. like, 8 grams of protein oh, for really? a bar. I didn't look it up. That's I'm idea. like, that's not, not that much. No, it's no. not that high in protein. Right. I mean, it's not really going to fill you up. And I think they're promoting that it's only one gram of sugar. Like, uh-huh. that's great, but it's eight grams of protein. Right, yeah. And I don't know how much fat's in it, but if there's, like, no fat in it, then it's not much. Like, right. you're not giving your body a whole lot of protein and fat, so. Yeah. So the whole idea behind Atkins, when it started, and maybe you can correct me, she did more research than me, but was basically really high protein, high fat, low, low carb. And that mm-hmm. was, like, I think... I mean, probably one of the first diets out there that did like the low carb. Right? Yeah, Don't and you think? yeah, it is. And now 60s. keto is pretty much yeah <laughs> taken super over. Similar. It's super similar. I think the main difference that I found is that um, keto is more preaching high fat, where right. Adkins is more let's preach high fat and high protein. And they really, like, focus on low-carb. Like, mm-hmm. whereas keto's, like, fill your whole plate with fat. It's, like, Atkins is more, like, hey, keep your carbs under a certain amount. And keto, really, we've talked about this in our keto diet episode, if you want to go back and listen to it. But their whole goal is to get you into, like, ketoacidosis and, like, mm. to kick you into keto. Whereas Atkins really doesn't seem to care about that at all. It's just, like, keep your carbs low. And they do net carbs, Mm-hmm. Which I found interesting. I hadn't seen anything about keto really caring about net carbs. Which net carbs, for those of you who don't know, is taking the total number of carbs and then subtracting out any of the carbs coming from fiber. So if you have something like a bar that has, let's say, 15 grams of carbs, but three of it is fiber, your net carbs is going to be 12 grams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they still, I still did find stuff that they did the goal was to get you into ketosis initially. Oh, for Atkins? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, oh, so the first two weeks of Atkins, you're restricted. <laughs> you're restricted to 15 to 20 grams of carbs. <laughs> Net carbs. Net carbs. Which means just eat fiber. <laughs> which is pretty much eat green leafy vegetables. I was going to say, what if you just ate like bags of chips, but then just ate Metamucil on the side? <laughs> I don't think that counts. No. Dang it. And Alyssa then, trying to find the loopholes already. Yeah. So that's two weeks and 15 to 20 grams of net carbs. Guys, I don't think you realize I had more than that for breakfast this morning. A slice of toast is 15. My slice of toast, my gluten-free bread is 17. 17. Oh, net carbs. Hold on. Oh, it's yeah. probably like three grams of fiber. Yeah. But still 12 grams yeah. net. 12 to net. 15 grams is, is a one piece of bread. So if you have avocado <laughs> toast, which is delicious, and you should eat avocado toast. It's amazing. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, I love avocado toast. I want some And now. being mindful here, most people that go on the Atkins diet are typically trying to lose weight. So you have yeah. someone probably in a bigger body, 15 grams of net carb a day. And that's just across the board, regardless of how big your body is. It's like... Right. That it's is cookie so, cutter. It's so cookie cutter. And so, I mean, borderline dangerous, I would say. Well, <laughs> that so is little. actually one of the things, one of the flaws with it is it is dangerous, especially because it <laughs> no doesn't take into account... Um, people's history. So it doesn't take into account if they have um, diabetes or heart disease or how overweight they are. Um, And certain people, I mean, if you are eating that low carb and try to exercise, you can faint. You can pass out. You can throw your electrolytes off balance. Um, It can cause nausea, fatigue, dizziness. Um, So it can be dangerous. And with people with diabetes, it can throw your glucose so so low yeah. that you could pass out from it. Right. Oh, so gosh. it's it can actually be scary. Um because it's just so cookie cutter. It's like no matter what your body type is, no matter what you weigh, no matter what your health history is, just eat fifteen to twenty grams a day of carbs. Like have you ever tried doing that? No. I don't even know. I if tried I've done once that in a meal. <laughs> I could not do it. That's insane. I literally couldn't. I was like, okay, well I want to eat fruit. Yeah. Now I'm restricting fruit because right. it's like that's crazy yeah that's nonsense restricting fruit uh so that's the first portion of it and then when you are 10 pounds away from your goal then you can um you can eat i think it's between like 15 to 40 grams which is still low still and again still cookie cutter yep and then once you hit your goal weight then your maintenance phase is 40 to 60 grams Okay. Which yeah. is still relatively low. I mean, yeah. I think I think I could like eat sixty grams and wouldn't feel deprived. Like on some days, depending on what I'm eating. But then there's other days She's where also celiac. <laughs> yeah, but then there's other days where I would be feeling yeah. really deprived. But again, like fruit is high carb. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it does have the fiber in there, which is nice. But still, even with net carbs, you're restricting fruit. And then if you just think about like a typical day for me, for example. If I have, like, my avocado toast, that's a slice of toast in the morning, and then usually I have fruit with it, or sometimes spinach, which is a carb, Mm -hmm. and then you have your lunch if you have, like, a sandwich, or snack, like apple and peanut butter. Like, these are all totally normal and healthy foods, Mm -hmm. but you've already probably hit 60 grams of carbs, and then your dinner is going to have to be, like, a spinach salad with meat. (laughs) I know. Even my my breakfast today, I had toast with peanut butter and then I had eggs and bacon and fruit so I was like okay well I already am getting close with (sighs) my toast and my fruit and then for lunch I had like a sausage and I forgot I had more fruit (laughs) and like potato salad yeah and sweet potato fries 
And I was like, all right, well, I'm way over my... It was actually really good. But I'm like, I'm way over my... Right. Like, way over. If we were following Atkins. If I was following Atkins. And that's the maintenance phase. And that's the maintenance phase. And I was like, this is... Yeah, I didn't know, so I don't... I thought I knew about Atkins really well, and then I looked it up, and I had no idea that they had, like, different phases. So did that come later, do you know? Because uh, I know it's, like, evolved I... over... Yeah, that that time. is true. Because originally they just did total carbs, and then recent... Well, I would say recently, but probably in the last, like, 10 years, they changed it to, like, net carbs, which has been kind of across the board for any low-carb diet out there. They've now decided, oh, we're not looking at total carbs, we're looking at net carbs. Because it basically encourages fruit and vegetable intake more than previously. And we shouldn't be restricting fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I don't agree with any of it. But previously they would look at like a bag of potato chips and fruit and say that those were equivalent carbs, which isn't necessarily true. Like as far as fiber and vitamins and minerals and healthy content goes, they're actually quite different. So... If you consider them the same. So that's why they change it to then be like net carbs. But, which maybe is one tiny step in the right direction. <laughs> but You're still right. screwing people up because they're going to be restricting, which is Brooke and I's favorite thing. Yeah. We're always preaching restriction. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's our we favorite not, um Yeah, we should not be preaching restriction at all. Yeah. Which is a big con. So let's look at any pros. Did you find any pros with no, Atkins? Not, not pros in my eyes. Okay. So the what they claim to be pros, right. I guess we can talk about. They claim that you will lose weight, mm-hmm. um, treat fatigue, irritability, headaches, depression, and joint pain. Mm-hmm. However, initially, you're going to lose a lot of water weight. Yes. So you're going to lose that because of the muscle and glycogen loss. This is the other thing is I saw that they... They tout, like, 15 pounds in the first two weeks. Yes, I saw that. But it said, this is not typical, but you can lose 15 pounds in two weeks. And I'm like, water. Yeah, water. Water. You're losing all water. It's insane. And it's, again, cookie cutter, and you're just saying, like, across the board, regardless of your body size, regardless of what you're doing right now, you're going to lose 15 pounds. Or you can, up to. There are some people that don't have 15 pounds to lose. I know. I was thinking, like... (sighs) <sighs> There's a lot of people that are doing this who shouldn't even lose 15 pounds. And then right. losing 15 pounds of water weight, right. that's not good for your body at all. Yeah. So the biggest one that I saw health benefit-wise that they were kind of like talking about was um, to help reverse the risk factors for cardiovascular disease, mm-hmm. which we talked about this a little bit in the keto diet where it's like you take out – when you take people who are eating high-carb, high-starch foods and then you switch them out for more whole foods you know if they're going to be more encouraged to eat fruits and vegetables and high protein high healthy fat then of course that will reduce their risk of like cardiovascular disease (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily something specific to the atkins diet and again there's also a lot of research that shows those really low carb diets are actually harder on the heart so it makes the heart have to work way harder so i wouldn't think that long term that's actually true as far as like any double blind studies go. Right. <laughs> it's right. just something that they can hypothesize on the side. But big risks, like Brooke already stated, you know, any of those things <laughs> getting weak, dizzy, passing out, trying to get pregnant and you're on the Atkins diet, could you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> miserable. That uh. was that would be awful. It would absolutely be awful trying to get pregnant on that. 
Ooh, and the thing yeah. is, I mean, this is just another one of the really restrictive diets that puts you in that really horrible cycle of restrict, binge, feel bad about it, start over, try again. And you're just constantly creating a worse environment around food for yourself and making you feel shame or guilt that you can't stick to this diet. That's super unrealistic like, for right. anybody. Well, I just think it's funny that the maintenance phase is like only 40 to 60. Like they make it sound like 40 to 60 every day for the rest of your life is just so easy. Right. And I'm like, for the no, rest of there's no way. I mean, I there's this, no way. I saw this meme that was like, it was about the keto diet, but it was like, so are you looking forward to be 70, that you're going to be 70 and still following your keto diet? Like, at what point do you let go of that, you know? Like, right. Oh, I've hit 50, now I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> it's like, don't waste your life dieting so that one day when you may reach the age of 70 or whatever, you can stop. That's so silly. Well, and Enjoy it's... food now. I just, like, Jeez. laughed when it said... Once you're within 10 pounds of your goal, that's when you slide into the next phase. And it's like, who's to say what your goal should be? Right. So, okay, I can, like, stand there right now and say, I wish I was 120 pounds. (laughs) Is that realistic for me? Hell no. for me. That's not realistic. But, like, (sighs) who, like, I think people, and I had a mom do this on on my Facebook the other day. She was like, I weighed 190 at the end of my, um birth, which is actually like pretty common. I think yeah. I was right around 190 yeah. when I gave birth. Hello, um, nine months pregnant here. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was probably around my weight. I can't remember, but um, she's like, and now, and she's the same postpartum as I am. Mm-hmm. Our kids are about the same age. And she's like, and now my goal is to get to 125 or 130. Yeah. And in the next month, who's with me? And I'm like, okay, so you're trying to month. lose like six, 60 pounds right. in a few months. And, like, you're going to do this with supplements? And, right. Like, it was just, it was Aww. really hard to see because you're like, now, okay, when you reach 130 or whatever, or that number on the scale, what's going to change in your life? Right. Nothing. Like, I want, like, people to really reflect on when they are setting goals for weight, it's, okay, what's 120 going to get you in life? Right. What's 130 going to get you? Are you going to be happier with yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be happier? Are you going to be, um, are you going to be a better person right. are people going to think you're a better person because you weigh less like why are you trying to reach this specific number on the scale and what right. is that going to do to change your life because i can tell you i've been different weights at different points in my life and my life hasn't been better right. because i was 10 pounds lighter mm-hmm. like i can genuinely say my life is better now at my current weight than it was when i was 10 pounds lighter right i was more unhappy then than i am now yep so like why are we letting this number on the scale of, oh, once you are t- within 10 pounds of your goal weight, then you can start eating <laughs> this way. And it's like, no, this is not. That is so true, though, that people tend to like romanticize this goal weight, that once this gets into place, then everything else will fit and my life will be better and happier and easier and all these things. And although some of that may be true as far as like easier, depending on your body size, living in this world might be a little bit easier. The thing of it is, is that you add so much stress to keep your body at a weight that you weren't meant to be at, that it actually makes your life worse and more stressful, which can cause major health complications down the road. So then you're sitting there at maybe your goal weight, quote unquote, but your body's not 
wanting to be at that weight. So you're constantly having to fight it, which means you're constantly having to try new diets or restrict your food intake or check your weight every morning or go to the gym for hours at a time to keep yourself at this weight that your body wasn't meant to be at, which is all consuming on your life. So then you have less time for relationships or you don't want to go out to these parties or you don't want to cook this food or that food or eat with your family because you're eating something different or you're spending all this money on Atkins brand food, which Which, is super expensive, by the way. And even reading the labels, I'm not that impressed. (laughs) I gotta say, there are better protein bars on the market. A scoop of peanut butter will do you better. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So I think it's just really sad when we hear these things. And, And sometimes people's goal weights are on track with where their body is supposed to be at. And that's where Mm -hmm. intuitive eating, it settles you at a place where your body naturally wants to be. And then you don't have to fight it and you don't have to worry. And you're in that quote unquote maintenance phase, but you don't have to count anything. You don't have to ask or check or read the ingredients and the labels all the time obsessively or go to the gym because you have this or that because your body is just stable. You know, I was talking to my mom actually about doing an episode maybe about weight loss because there is sometimes that weight loss is indicated. Like, for example, I'm currently nine months pregnant. This is not the weight my body needs to be once this baby is here. Right. But eventually I will even out and I will get to the point of where my body needs to be probably after I stop breastfeeding. That's when it stopped. That's when it happened with Aiden again. Yeah. Ugh. So it's all just relative and your life goes through, like your body goes through cycles of life just like you do, whether you're pregnant, postpartum, breastfeeding, your age, your 20s, your 30s, your high school years, all this is going to be different and it's going to affect your body. And it's silly to think that you can control it. Right, yeah. Without it controlling you, you know? Yeah, I think that's just the mindset of, you know, if you are letting Atkins control everything from a cookie cutter perspective, like they're not looking at your health history. They're not looking at your current weight. They're not telling you what a realistic weight and healthy weight is for your body because you intrinsically know where you feel best at. Yep. And you, a lot of people just lie to themselves. They're like, yeah. oh, I f- actually feel really good at where I am, but I would just be so much happier if I was 10 pounds lighter. Right. I'm like, really? Would, would you? Right. Would you? Because you're probably, at that point, you're going to hit that and then you're going to think, oh, well, I got more work to do. Yeah. I have to get 10 pounds lighter now. Even more. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, you're, just, you're never happy at any weight until you... Like, even if you've reached that goal, you're going to find a new goal to reach. That's so true. Because it's something that you focus on. And if you don't have that, you know, to fill that space, you're going to fill it with something. So I think for me, it's never been about the weight. But I do have to say there have been times in my life where I've felt better about my body because of its strength and its ability. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can go out and run. I can pick up my kid. I can keep up with my family on a bike or whatever, you know, whatever that might look like. And it has my weight has been all over the place. I think I've talked about this before, but right before my wedding, I was probably my lowest weight as an adult. If you can call a 21 year old an adult, but my adult weight was probably my lowest weight, but I was super weak, super weak, you know, and I was running, but that's all I was doing to exercise. You weren't building muscle at all. Not at all. And then when I got into, and when I say lifting, it's my idea of lifting. It's like body pump and easy lifting, but still. Hey, that's resistance training, girl. I mean, it's, it's good for you. I used to hate lifting. It's still maybe not my favorite. I love cardio. That's where my heart is. But anyways, once I started lifting and actually feeling stronger and just like more functional within my family, that's where I feel my best. And mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with my weight. It was yeah. being able to keep up with people and being able to feel strong and sufficient and yeah, independent woman. What, what? 
I think it's just great to just kind of throw the scale away and not mm-hmm. focus on that for your goals and just focusing on how you feel, how your energy is, how you feel um, you're functioning. If you're dragging, like, why are you dragging? Is it related to sleep? Is it your caffeine? I mean, there's so many factors. Yeah. But focusing on that instead of how the number on the scale looks and, like, doing Atkins. I've had so many people, even, like, my parents were just joking the other day. Oh, we got to lose all this weight um, before your cousin's wedding because, like, we haven't seen your relatives in a while. And, like, I was like, why do you care what they think, eh? And, like, so you're going to, like, try to lose 10 pounds for this wedding so you can see your relatives. And then when you get back, like, are you just going to gain it all back? Right. Like, what's your mindset? And then... You know that... that Nate Bergazzi? Yes. He talks about yes. that. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's like he's talking to his friend. He wants to lose all this weight. Wait for the high school reunion. Yes. And he goes, how about you try to lose it for your wife and kids? <laughs> like, how about for the people that have to deal with you every day? How about you get, get healthier for your family that you, oh like, love gosh. and see you and live with you? Yeah, instead not of the people you rarely see, see in your life. Yeah, you, just, like, don't really care. Like, yes, I mean, you shouldn't care what they think. Yeah. Oh, if, uh, Nate Bergazzi, you guys, if you have not seen his stand-up stuff on Netflix, you need to yeah, go see it. Yeah, watch it. It's so funny. We, oh, this is like, sorry. Okay. we've referenced it a lot on yeah, this podcast. It's so funny. We should throw a meme up there yes. of him. But Roblo. it's so true. It's okay. like, why right. Why are we like letting what other people think just dictate our entire life? Yes. Like, why are we letting... So, and honestly... People at the wedding probably aren't going to care. No. They're just going to be like, oh, it's great to see you. Yes. They don't care if you're five pounds lighter than the last time you, they saw you. They right. don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if they do, they're not people that you really need. Exactly. into your life. It's like, I saw this thing that was like, think about the closest friend you have or like your spouse or whoever and name the top 10 things you love about them. Yeah. What, where's weight on that list? I know. And I'm sorry. Brooke's are you... my favorite human because of her weight. And because she she's looks strong good. And she looks good in jeans. Yeah, that would be so weird if those are my favorite things about you. And your kids. Like, look at your child. Oh. Or look at, okay, if you don't my have heart. kids, look at your husband or wife or right. parents. Okay, I mean, if you, I mean, I would love my child if he was overweight just mm-hmm. as much as I would love him if he was underweight. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. He's my kid. I love him unconditionally. So. Oh. Like, you should love yourself unconditionally. Right, So you should love yourself at 200 pounds or 100 pounds. Like, you should just love yourself. It doesn't, like, it should be irrelevant what your weight is. Right. You should be loving yourself. And we're going to talk about self-love next. Self-love. So stick around (laughs) for the next week. Yeah, but I did, I think that was the one thing that stuck out the most about the Atkins. And I think, like, all these diet touts, weight loss and stuff, but Atkins is so focused on weight loss and so cookie cutter and so just does not care that you're an individual and your body's built a certain way or has certain facets to it that others don't. And that's really sad to me, I think, watching things like the Atkins go after people because they're going, you know, they're here to make money. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very obvious when you take two steps away from diet culture and you see, okay, what's their, what's their tactic? What's their intentions? Their intentions is to make money off of you, which is why they have all these products sponsored by Atkins. They've got bars and meals and meal plans and shakes and books and online courses and all these kind of things. They're just trying to make money off of you and it's working and they, you know what they hope it doesn't work because they hope you get off the bandwagon so that you have to come back on mm-hmm. and rebuy everything that you had before. Yeah. And this is true with a lot of diets, but especially I see like Atkins really capitalizing on it and making like a whole industry versus like keto 
there isn't like a keto association that's like putting out necessarily specific things. Right. There's like books. Right. And yeah. maybe a few recipes or products. Like, or other people are getting on the bandwagon of like, hey, this is a keto friendly like right. burger patty or whatever. It's like they put it on their packaging. But Atkins is like a whole business in and of itself. It's like Nutrisystem. Yes. Let's do Nutrisystem soon. Is that what it's called? Nutrisystem? Yeah. Nutrisystem. I think I'm getting confused between that and our formula names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nutrin. Nutri- no, not Nutrin. Nutrin 2.0. Nutrin 2.0. That up. Okay, yeah, we should do that one. Yeah. Because that I have some funny personal experience with that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot. Um, anyway, so that's the Atkins diet. Uh, I know that it's probably a little bit redundant, but Brooke and I are not fans of diets, <laughs> which is why yeah. this episode is called Diet Riot. This episode, this podcast, right, is called Diet Right. We're not big fans of diets, and mostly because it doesn't target people in, as individuals. Well, it and restricts all your food, which is miserable. And what they found with Atkins, just like pretty much any other diet on the market, is you can lose weight initially, but you end up gaining it back or more yeah. by the time that it's over. So, yeah, you may lose 10, 15 pounds of water weight, but in six months, right. You're going to look exactly how you looked before, or you're going to be heavier because you just screwed with your metabolism. Screwed with your metabolism, made yourself feel super restricted, and it's in our biology to then binge, basically, to eat whenever Mm -hmm. we can, however much we can, because we're afraid that it's going to be scarce in the future, which is really sad. And I think, yeah, that's the thing is like long term, your maintenance phase, how long are you really willing to stick it out on Atkins? 60 years? 50 yeah. years. I mean, that sounds like a terrible life to it live. It sounds like a terrible life sounds to live miserable. three years in the future and be like, okay, I've got the body I want, but I still can only have 40 grams of net carb. Oh, sorry. Ugh. I can't come to your party because I, I don't want to be tempted by food. Oh, Oh, man. hey, I'll just be gnawing on this celery. Gnawing. <laughs> while you guys are all enjoying ice cream cake. I mean, Picture <laughs> someone standing in the corner gnawing on celery. Just like looking pissed, <laughs> gnawing on their celery. You jerks. Yeah. I've hit my net carb for the day. Ugh. Okay, sorry. Anyways. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's funny that it's true. It's that I just keep picturing someone in the corner gnawing on celery, and it's just a really just funny Just looking like a image. rabbit. Ugh. It just rabbit. Jesse calls it rabbit food. Well, yeah. I mean. It's rabbit food. I don't love celery. Yeah, I don't not, really love it. not a huge fan. There needs to be peanut butter yeah, on I it. Yeah, I have to like slather it in peanut butter. <laughs> or ranch. Yeah, Maybe. And, like, cut it up kind of small. It's, like, woody. Anyways, okay. Off topic. So, basically, we're not fans of the Atkins diet, as per usual. Can you tell? Especially <laughs> anything that's going to restrict what you eat, which is exactly what the Atkins diet proves to do. And for most of us, carbs are, like, 65 to 75% of our diet. So, that's a huge decrease. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think... Yeah, and I think that can be high for some people, just in general. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people that just don't function great on that high yeah. of, like, a 70% carbohydrate. Like, I think there's a lot of people that function maybe at, like, 30 to 50% or 30 right. to 60 is, you know, a range that some people might function better at. But that's the thing, is everybody functions differently, mm-hmm. and you're going to function differently on a day that you're doing a long hike or a day that you're going right. to go to a cycling class compared to a day that you're sedentary and you're not doing any exercise. So totally. even day by day, it's going to vary. And so it doesn't take into account that either. It's like, 
eat 20 grams of carbohydrates and then Regardless. go work out. Yeah. It's like, you're going to die in your yeah. workout. Your workout is going to be terrible. Yeah, you're going to be You're miserable. not going to, you're not going to function. You might pass out at the gym because you're so tired. I mean, so it's just, it doesn't take into account anything. And you need carbohydrates, especially when you are exercising. Yeah. You're, especially you're right. days that you have a hard workout. Like those are the days you theoretically should be eating more carbs on days that you're having intense workouts. Yep. Because you need to be able to finish those workouts. Sustain it. Mm-hmm. And enjoy it. You know, if you don't, if, if anyone's ever gone on a run, like a long run without having some sort of carb beforehand or especially afterhand or the day before, like it's miserable. Like mm-hmm. so freaking, why would you ever get up and run again? You just wouldn't. So, right. Yeah, I think that's key. Like the flexibility of our life, you know, every day looks different. Our eating should too. I think that's pretty common sense, but. Yeah. Well, hey, I think that's it. You got anything else? Okay. Not really. Oh, it, the guy died. Robert Atkins <laughs> died. Sorry, that's not funny. He died in 2003. Pregnant, and do you know how he, he died? Oh, do you know how he died? Working out. No, he fell on an icy New York road and what? died of a traumatic brain injury. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that's tragic. It is tragic. But Dang. I thought that was kind of crazy. I was like, oh, he that died. Crazy. I wonder how he died. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, snap. Ooh. Icy roads. Be careful, guys. Salt be your sidewalks. Shovel. Don't be that jerk who the doesn't first shovel. Week of August, we're giving you advice on how to shovel. We're from the Midwest, right? It's Snow right removal. The Snow, <laughs> Snow removal, guys. Dang. And on that note, and that good tip. <laughs> On that note, um, let us know if you have any questions or concerns. Email us at hello at dietriotpodcast.com. Also, if you could go on iTunes, especially, but anywhere where you're listening to our podcast, and rate us, five stars would be great. Yeah. We don't accept anything less. That's our goal. But you can give us some um, constructive feedback, too. <laughs> what does Michael Scott call it? Constructive criticism? No, he doesn't call it that. Oh, what does he call it? Dang it. What give us it? a compliment sandwich. A com- have you ever done those? Yes. You'd give them something nice and then tell them something to work on and then tell them something funny at the end or nice. I think that's what he says too. Constructive compliments. Constructive compliments. That yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> if you have any constructive compliments, you have any constructive them over. Yeah, compliments. Um, we also have a P.O. box now, you guys. Woo! Mail us some stuff, yeah, guys. We will... Stuff. Give you some ad time. That's right. We'll give you some. Ad. We'll talk about you on air. You'll be yeah, famous. Yeah, but we have to. We want to try your product. Yeah, that's and true. so if your product tastes good, mm, mm-hmm. we will definitely promote it. If we like it, we probably won't trust your homemade cookies. So don't. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Send something <laughs> legit. legit. Kid stuff. Yeah. Mom stuff. Food stuff. Breastfeeding stuff. You guys want to send us some extra breastfeeding stuff? I mean, yeah. All the things. All the things. I'll put the P.O. box in the description box below. Um, Yeah, rate us. Take a screenshot of listening to us and share it with all your friends so we can get, you know, more and more listeners to Diet Riot Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I got a pee, pee, pee.